Welcome to Rolling the Dice. This is Marina, Johanna, Julianne, and Frida. Hi everyone, thank you for joining us this episode, and before it starts, I just wanted to let you guys know that this episode was recorded on Zoom. It was like the very first episode we recorded, um, and we were going to trash it, but we ultimately decided to use it. Um, so yeah, just be aware, there's going to be like a very significant dip in audio quality. Wait, do you guys think that you're like, you're standing in the family, like, like if you're the younger child or the older child or like the middle child, do you think that like affects your personality? Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. Tequila? Probably. <laughs> you're like, I don't know. <laughs> I can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> what is, what is only child energy? Oh, I feel like there are, like, several types of only children. There's, like, a range. Some of them are just, like, real embarrassing, like, real, like, spoiled and self-centered, like, needy. (laughs) And then, I suppose, I feel like all only child, only children kind of have a little funk to them, like, there's something slightly wrong. (laughs) Y'all a little weird. (laughs) (laughs) There's just something a little bit off. <laughs> Wait, I get mistyped as an only child sometimes. Really? I feel yeah. like you don't give off. What it is. Wait, no, you give off only child vibes sometimes. Really? Like in what way? I feel like only children don't depend on other people or don't like in any way. Like I feel like like you and Julianne both don't like don't like really approach people with things unless like it's like incredibly necessary interesting you give you give off younger sister vibes like i feel like you could totally have like a 26 year old sister like it would make sense yeah johanna bro i thought i had brother energy (laughs) wait i feel like (laughs) i feel like girls with older brothers have like similar energy no. I was actually gonna mention that I feel like my brother um made me like really like like I feel like when you're younger and you're also the one and only female in the like in the house other than your mom like and your brother's con- like six years older than you like I'm I'm talking about me like you become really like feisty and like really like cute no and like really like because you have to learn how to fight for yourself from a young age. Hello. Wait, so you guys feel like, do you think that you are very similar to your older sibling, or do you think, Frida, that your younger siblings are really similar to you? Like, do they copy things off of you? Yeah. Or you copy things off of them? Yeah, my, my brother, definitely, I've, like, got him into things that he probably wouldn't be into. Like, we weren't oh. siblings. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's something, like... I don't know if it's, like, I think, like, only children might experience from, like, their parents or, like, their extended family, but, like, if you have, like, a sibling, you get into things that you don't actually like. <laughs> like, for me, it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, World War II tanks, planes, like, Star Wars and Star Trek. Cause, like, <laughs> yeah, I just consume, like, any media that, like, my brother consumes. Yeah. World War II tanks? Yeah. My brother was like a World War II kid. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, he lived in baby. You. <laughs> you were a baby. I know. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. very accurate. Like my um sorry, I interrupted again. Whatever. No, oh. Um I like the reason why I'm into like rock music, I would have never liked rock music if it weren't for my brother. I would have never liked video games if it weren't for my brother. Um mm-hmm. I would have I don't know. There's a lot of things that I like currently that are just because of my brother. Yeah, and I think, like, something, like, as a younger sibling, I feel like I was, like, when I started going to school, I was, like, more prepared to socialize, I guess. Because, like, your older siblings definitely, like, make you who you are, like, in the early years, I feel. Yeah, I agree. I actually disagree with that just because me and my brother have such a big age gap. We didn't get close until I left. Like, I feel like I haven't, inter- in, like, really affected his social life very much. I feel like the whole preparing, the older siblings preparing you for, sc- 
I really feel that because, bro, I, <laughs> I feel like I was, like, incredibly dense for a long time. And I didn't real like, I couldn't read social situations well. And also, I didn't like being in social situations. And then I was, like, and I basically, I just, like, talked to myself all the time. So, like, I was, like, my only, I mean, oh, of course, I made friends in school or whatever. But, like, at home, I would just talk to myself. <laughs> And I Wait, guess my parents sorry. were like 30. Did your, did your parents like play with you? Because my parents never oh. played with me. Um, I guess like, uh, wait, I don't even remember actually. I think a little bit. I mean, like, I think that we would just be in the same room together, kind of. Mm. And then, or my parents listened to me talk a lot actually. Like, my mom would like just put me on the kitchen counter. And then, wait, I feel like, I feel like that is like a universal thing. Yeah. Being put on the kitchen counter. Mm-hmm. And then she would just like make me speak. And then I would speak for a long time because I liked speaking to her. Like while she was cooking? Yeah, dude. Dude, and that was also she, me, but like with a yeah. chair. Yeah, dude. Wait, Marina, you didn't experience that? <laughs> <laughs> Hello? No. Um, no. No, dude. I, I, like, no. But <laughs> that's a little, like, conflicting, though, because, like, uh, like, my mom would work from, like, 7 a.m. to, like, 9.30 p.m. So, like, oh, yeah. like, do you remember, like, I've spoken about Juanita a bunch, but, like, if I am to think of, like, that, like, I would, like, when Juanita was, like, cleaning, like, the classrooms and stuff like that, she'd tell me a bunch of stories, and I would, like, talk to her about whatever. So, I guess, I guess I had that more with Juanita and less with my mom, but it was only because she was working. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like as a parent, that's, like, hard because, of course, you need to provide for your family, but also, it's kind of, like, I feel like it's really hard to find that balance between work and then, like, your kids. And uh, me, too, kind of with you, except, like, my mom wasn't, it wasn't my mom, it was my dad because um, me and my dad lived in California together and my mom was in Philadelphia doing residency so yeah my dad and my dad's like friends from like college would take care of me a lot and that's who I would spend most of my time with they would play with me yeah <clears throat> and also Julianne talking about um Julianne talking about how you can read social situations just because of like that lack of siblings I feel like I definitely relate to that because even though I had an older brother when I moved here and I didn't have my brother I realized I became a lot more well, for a lot of other reasons, I became a lot more introverted. Throughout my entire childhood, I was never introverted, unless it was, like, with my uh, dad's side of the family. I don't know why. Um, but I was really extroverted until I moved here. And I think part of the reason, like, with my brother, like, whenever I was, like, scared of this, he'd be like, he'd be like shut the fuck up, just do it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to shut the fuck up and do it. And, like, I wouldn't think about it twice. But, like, now I don't have that, like, reassuring voice. And it wasn't necessarily, like, reassuring. My brother's just, like, a very – he doesn't give a fuck about anything. And I've always, like, admired that about him. Like, he's very just, like – he just goes and does things. He doesn't think about, like – like, for me, I'm like, what is this person going to think? Or what is, what is, what is – if I say this, what is that person going to think that I'm going to – like, I'm very like that, and I've always been kind of like that. But my brother's just, like, speak first, apologize later kind of person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like that influenced me and like that balanced me and when, I feel like when I lost that I became a lot more like sheltered and like shy again. Mm-hmm. Wait. He's like the life of the party. He is the life oh. of the party. I guess like if I think about it I feel like that showed a lot. I feel like our like personality showed so much like when we were little because like when my mom describes us when we were little she's just like your brother was so reckless. He was always getting injured. And like, it's true. Like my brother had so many injuries growing up. Like there was this one time he fell from a second floor and landed on his head. I literally don't know how he survived. But he had like a huge like ball on his head and he has a scar from it now. Yeah, like he was like super um, stupid. (laughs) He's always been very like, he's just like going 24 seven. And then something that my mom told me about me, like, which I think about so much like I didn't really think that like traits that you have as a child stay with you throughout your life but she was like there was this one time I remember you were like crawling on the floor and the floor was black until it got some white tiles and instead of like continuing to crawl you like stopped and like slowly put your like hand on the next child to make sure that it was safe and then you kept going I'm like I've been an anxious piece of shit since I was a baby (laughs) 
<laughs> like we need a plan ahead. <laughs> Did you guys have like any traits like that your parents like? I love hearing like parents describe us when we were babies because obviously we don't remember any of it. So I love hearing about things that we did as kids that like demonstrated who we would be in the future. <laughs> Wait, my mom always says that like me and my brother like traded because when he was like a baby he was like really obnoxious and he would just like cry and yell all the time while I was like I was like super obedient like my mom always like you know how like when you go to the store with your parents when you're young and you're always like you want stuff yeah. and then she oh, yeah. like she's like she would just be like no and I'd be like okay <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but like now it's like the opposite because I'm like the belligerent one hmm <laughs> <laughs> Let me think. I don't know. I feel like my mom always just like uh, describes me as a child who actually I think like when I was like between one to four, like before I started school, I was like super loud actually. And then I would just like talk to whoever. But then I don't know what happened. School changed me. <laughs> <laughs> ruins people. <laughs> I um actually very not similar to what I was like as a child and I think having two brothers changed that because I was a really big brat like I was that kid that you would look at in the store and be like thank the lord she's not my child because I got us kicked out of Macy's and Applebee's and when I go back to California and we meet my dad's friends and like my second cousins who like took care of me and everything, they're like, you were something else. They like tell stories about how I was a headache and a nightmare to my dad because he was like the only parent at the time. And yeah, I grew out of that. And I think like a big part of that was definitely having siblings and also just like growing up. But I don't think I'm very much like I was when I was a child. I was very like self-centered. And I do think like, like all of us to some extent are selfish, but I don't think, I think I'm a much more empathetic person because of like just a lot of things that have obviously happened and we have all grown. So yeah, I don't think I'm very much like when I was a child. <laughs> Wait, but that reminds me of another trait that I had as a child. Actually, no, up until I was like 12, which is really embarrassing, but I was like a I would like cry at the minor, like the most minor inconvenience, which it was normal when I was a kid. But then it was like, oh, she's in middle school and she's still crying. Oh, she's, it's her first year in junior high and she's still crying. But yeah, I would like, like, I remember I would cry to get out of gym. I would just like force myself to cry and pretend that I was sick. So I would never go to gym. When wow. you cried at school? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's so but yeah, dude. Like I remember uh we would do our warm-ups and then in my head I would be like, I'm tired now. So then I would just like go to the go to the teacher and then I would be like I would be like, my throat's sore. And then uh, she'd be like <laughs> she'd be like, okay. And then I would just like start crying. And then she would be like, oh. Just go to the nurse's office then, and then I would go. And then I would do that, like, once a week in fifth grade. It's really embarrassing. Dude, that's awesome. I can't, like, wrap my head around that because, like, I think, like, I think, like, growing up crying was, like, so stigmatized in my family that I just, like, never cried. Like, I cry way more now than I used to. I also cried a lot in, like, elementary school and, um, like, until, like, sixth grade. But yeah, like in public, whatever. I cried a lot, yeah. Wait, have you have you guys ever seen your parents cry? Yes, it was awful. Yeah. Just once. I, mean, I just like, I went my entire childhood without ever seeing my, like either of my parents cry. I've never yeah. seen my dad cry, but I've never, I never seen my dad, period. <laughs> um, but yeah, seeing my parents cry is just like, it makes me feel like absolute shit. Yeah, yeah. And I like, it's so because, like, they're, like, your parental figure, so you're, like, like, the, the, the roles, like, switch, because you're, like, what the, what the fuck do I do? Like, how am I supposed to comfort them? 
It's like awkward, I feel like. Always on my like dad. My mom. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm, it's only ever happened once. Like, the only, like, serious, like, things that have happened in my family have to do with my extended family. So I've only, like, seen my mom cry once, and that, like, and then it was, like, my dad and my, like, aunt that were, like, comforting. Um, uh, I've seen my, yeah, my parents don't really cry either, actually. Like, the first time I saw them cry, or my mom cry, was when I was, like, 12. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and, like, the same as Marina. It was just, like, very upsetting. Like, there's, like, that weight in your chest. I feel like I felt, like, what they feel as I grew up probably in that moment and then um yes I just didn't know what to do but my father on the other hand actually a little concerned because I've never seen him cry about something serious <laughs> the first time I saw him cry he was like I was like because I, I was like uh what was I, 15 years old and then it was like the finale of like this Filipino drama and it was like really touching or whatever and I was like are you crying and he was like Oh, I was like, I've lived 15 years of my life, like, like, I have seen you experience so many hardships, and this is the first time I've seen you cry, are you kidding me? I feel like it's harder to cry about yourself than about other people, like, I find it, yeah. What were your parents' love languages, do you think, or, like, how did they show you you loved you, they loved you? They said no affection. <laughs> um, I'll just let somebody go first. Uh, um, my parents were definitely acts of service. Oh. Like they would, they would um definitely like, like it was obvious like everything they sacrificed from like being here to like the money they spent to the time despite their exhaustion and like work everything like all of that added up it's definitely acts of service never no physical affection no verbal no words of affirmation yeah no they never told me I did good in anything oh yeah I I feel that Um, yeah and I feel like I didn't hear my mom properly say I like not in a negative way not in a negative way at all I did I feel like I didn't hear her properly say I love you until I went to college hmm Wait, I feel like I hear a lot of people say that, though, that, really? like, parents don't say I love you, like, like straight up. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, like, not completely relevant way, sorry, but that just reminded me of, like, how in, like, American culture you always ask, like, how are you, even though you don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I, like, stopped asking how are you unless I care. Yeah, me too. I always just ask it after they've already asked me, but I never ask people how are you. Like, if they go, hey, how are you? I'm like, I'm good, how are you? <laughs> oh, yeah, I that's also. Like, that's just, like, my, I have worked in the service area side. Yeah. It's yeah. just, like, some people come and they're like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, I'm great, how are you? Yeah, for sure. Uh, but love language-wise, I feel like, um, definitely, yeah, my mom is very affectionate, like, uh, like, I don't know what you like call the different love languages, but I like I always hug my mom. I always feel like comfortable, like um, yeah, like yeah. So and then words, words of affirmation, not so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I feel like my mom. I feel like that's one of the reasons. Like I've always been really like self-driven. Uh, I've never needed anybody to tell me mm-hmm. that I need to do something or that like, like if I want to do something, I'll do it and I'll put my hundred percent, and yeah. I don't need anybody to tell me. Um, but I don't think, like, yeah, I can't think of any time in which, like, I did something and my mom was like, hey, that's mm-hmm. awesome, that's great, like, when I was little. I'm sure she maybe did a couple of times, but I mostly remember her saying, like, opposites or, like, that I can do better or stuff. Mm. Or, like, okay. I got a yeah. lot of okays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah, so, like, but I, I don't know if I really looked for it, but when no, I did I, look Yeah, it, I didn't. Yeah, no. I mean, I feel like as a kid, you've never, like, verbally, well, I don't know, I feel like this is, like, maybe just for us, um, but I never, like, said, like, mm-hmm. you like this? It was more, like, like, unconsciously, I was, like, and then it was mostly my lips, eh, 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It was like informing your parents rather than expecting a reaction. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, me too. Um, I feel like my parents, um, I think my parents are actually like kind of really different uh, in that like my dad, actually, I was thinking about it and I don't think I've ever heard my dad say I love you. But not in a bad way, because, like, he shows it in other ways, but I never realized, yeah. actually, because, like, yeah. his, I think his love languages are, like, acts of service and quality time, mm-hmm. and then my mom, on the other hand, is, like, um, like, words of affirmation, and then, like, physical touch, mm-hmm. so, like, I feel like they are very different in that regard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's what I meant to say earlier, like, words of affirmation and physical touch. In the, um, I just don't know what they're called. Yeah, like she used to, she used to, whenever I would like raise my arm, she would just like stab me in the arm <laughs> and then it would like hurt really bad. <laughs> and, and then like, so for a couple years, I couldn't lift my arm without like going like this, <laughs> like out of reflex. <laughs> she would just always. It, same. Like, oh, I, yeah, same. I, yeah, I feel powerful. I'm like thinking I think it's like wait when I say like my parents I really just mean like my mom unless I like specifically reference my dad but like I think like it's really a toss-up because like I think like my mom started like hugging I think I don't know I'm like pretty like I don't mind physical affection I think my mom like hugged me and stuff Mm -hmm. um and then like I think she started saying, like, I love you when I was, like, older. I think, like, yeah, I think, like, my mom didn't really hype me up, like, words of affirmation-wise. But, like, I feel like I didn't really need it, like, mm-hmm. like for things I did, like, for my art or, like, or, like, like piano or school or whatever. It's just because, like, I, I had, like, other people to hype me up, like, my mm-hmm. teachers and stuff. I don't really know. I think, like, definitely for my mom, it's, like, acts of service. Yeah. I think, like, she always, like, th- like, I know that she always, like, thinks ahead for me, or, like, she always, like, provides in ways that, like, other people, like, would, like, I wouldn't even think of for myself. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's, I think that's mostly, like, a mom thing. Mm-hmm. Also, that, may, that reminded me, my mom has always, like, hyped me up uh, with uh, anything creative. Like, school, it's kind of, like, more expected, but anytime I've expressed, like, creativity in a certain way, my mom has always hyped me up. Uh, mm-hmm. And, I, like, I, I remember when I started drawing for the first time, my mom was just... <laughs> like, when I wrote, like, Wait. stories as a little kid, my mom was always, like... <laughs> Actually, I, I, I have to take... Wait, my mom always hyped me up for, like, writing. Because, like, I think she's, like, she was just, like, surprised because, like, we don't speak English at home and also nobody in my family writes, so she was, like, where did this come from? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You don't speak English with your parents at all? Um, I speak, like, Chinglish, but, like, my mom doesn't speak English to me. Okay. Where's my mom? She, like, yells at me if I start, like, well, she used to, but, like, I've gotten better at just speaking to her in Spanish, but there are like certain words that I just like don't remember anymore. So I'll just be like speaking in Spanish and then I'll be like, bub, bub, and then I'll just start speaking in English. But I try my best to speak in Spanish with her. It's just like, I don't yeah. want to forget. So That's good. I lost most of my language. I speak to my parents in English. They speak to me in like English and Tamil. <laughs> I speak, well, I speak like Toglish mm-hmm. and then my parents, well, um, actually, whenever I think about it, it kind of unnerves me a little bit, but I speak to my dad, and, then, like, we speak to each other in English, but then I speak to my mom in, um, Tagalog, and then it just, like, well, it, well it's kind of weird, because actually the thought of speaking to my dad in Tagalog makes me kind of uncomfortable, <laughs> because I don't know why, it's just, like, it would feel wrong, like, I feel like I was, like, telling him a dirty secret of mine or something. <laughs> wait this is something I've noticed just because like I was like intensively language learning all of last year 
So I was like in Chinese class, I would like only speak Chinese and like with my classmates, with my teacher, I would only speak Chinese and it wasn't that hard actually. And I thought it would be hard because like I always speak like mixed with like my parents. But I think like, like if you're used to a mode of communication with certain people, it, you'll always like fall back on that mode of communication, even if you are like fluent cause, or like, cause like my Chinese, my, I can like speak Chinese without English I think like pretty well but just like when I'm with my mom I just speak Chinglish because that's like the mode of communication that I'm like used to and like I don't know my brain just doesn't work that way when I like talk to her. Also I've always been curious um did you guys learn like both languages growing up was it like did you pick up on one language at home and then pick up on the other language when you started going to school or was it like because for me obviously it was like two different things um for me my because my mom didn't live with me when I was younger my grandmother uh came to the U.S. a lot and would stay for six months so she basically raised me from when I was like one till five so um I spoke really good Tamil and like like I spoke English, but my Tamil was better. And then when I started school in Yakima is when like I started losing my Tamil. And then I just kept losing it until now it's just very difficult for me to speak. So yeah. Mm -hmm. mm, for me, uh, I think that, uh, it's kind of weird actually because uh, at first, like, my parents would only speak to me in Tagalog just because they wanted me to learn. But then they said that for some reason around three, I think it was because my cousin also lived with us and then she, like, mostly only spoke English. But I only spoke English and I didn't speak, like, Tagalog, like, at all. And I didn't really understand it that well, even though they were trying to push it. Mm -hmm. And then I think that, like, only until, like, it was constantly in the background on, like, TV and then they would just like order me to do things all the time that I was able to pick it up. But for some reason, I just liked English more. Um, I think for me, my parents, my parents like only speak in Mandarin to like me and my brother and like with each other, they only speak Mandarin. So like, but I don't remember having issues like learning English cause like my brother did. So he had to do, he went to preschool twice so he's like older for his grade I guess I mean he's not like in school anymore but like he did preschool twice because he had like difficulty picking up English and then like I don't know I think like like my mom like made me learn learn like re English really young like she would like read to me in English and like I would listen to like you know how like you can like um borrow like cassettes of audiobooks from the library like I think that's low-key how I learned how to speak English <laughs> something I, we talked about in like one of my linguistics classes is that like what language you think in and like I think like um if you can like think and if you like automatically think in more than one language then you're like truly multilingual but like, I don't really consider myself like truly bilingual cause like I only think in English. <laughs> yeah, I as well. Me too. Um, I mostly think and dream in English, but I think Spanish comes to me when I'm like angry or bothered by something. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I feel like you're not thinking about it. So I feel like the native tongue is like, it's going to you. Like when I'm like, angry or bothered by something I'm like like especially when I'm driving and somebody pulls like some bullshit on me I'm like and I just like start speaking in Spanish and it just comes like straight out of me um but yeah I remember when I used to like it honestly like baffles me I don't know when I made the transition but like it honestly baffles me sometimes that like I used to think and dream in Spanish because I never do anymore yeah and like Whoa. I used to exclusively think in Spanish. And even when I moved here, like the first two years or the first year and a half, I still only like like thought in Spanish. So I really like, it really like trips me up that I can't mark the point in where I started thinking. Maybe like when I was 14 or 13, I don't know. I feel like 
I don't know, probably 14. Yeah, probably 14. Mm-hmm. Whoa, that's kind of crazy to me that, like, you didn't even notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even notice. I didn't even notice. And I remember, like, I remember, like, I only obviously thought in Spanish when I was little. And it was actually the opposite. Like, when I was little and I, like, thought in Spanish and spoke Spanish only. Wait, so, like, <laughs> even when you go to Mexico, do you, like, still think in English? Because something my mom mentioned is that, like, I mean, she thinks in both, so she's, like, actually bilingual, but, like, but, like, she says, like, like, when she's, like, talking or, like, in an environment where it's, like, Mandarin speaking, she, she, like, thinks in Chinese. Now that you asked that, I noticed that, yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. When I went to Mexico, I was, like, mostly thinking in Spanish. Wait, were your guys' parents strict? Yeah. Wait, I kind of want to, like, break that down. Like, in my mind, there's, like, three different kinds of strict. There's, like, academic strict, which is, like, they want you, they have, like, really high standards for your grades. And then there's, like, there's, like, I guess this is more for, like, religious, like, people with religious parents, but, like, but, like, like, strict in terms of, like, what you wear and, like, what kind of media you consume. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, like, the third kind of strict is just, like, principles, which is just, like, I guess, like, values. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Um... Uh, my mom was yeah. Oh, sorry, Julian. Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, I feel like <clears throat> both of my parents are pretty strict about like my academics and my values. I think, like especially the values. I feel like I feel like they were strict in like the sense that I was like low key sheltered because like they wouldn't let me out until like past like seven, for example, for the longest mm-hmm. time. And then, like, I couldn't sleep over at people's houses. It was just, like, I think it was, like, part of the thing was that, like, they were raised in that strict environment. I just thought mm. that it was, like, right that I was also raised in that environment. Yeah, I also was not allowed to go to sleepovers until I was older. <laughs> yeah. Like, did you guys always get that question? Like, hey, can I go sleep over at whatever's house? Are there going to be any men? Do they have a dad? Do they have siblings? They no, have literally, siblings? literally, <laughs> yeah. that's my mom. <laughs> Because <laughs> my mom would, like, she would, like, hear stories about people in America who, like, get sexually abused by, like, like, when they go to other people's houses, and she was, like, you can't sleep over at people's houses, I'm, like, ah. Yeah. Yeah, she'd always be, like, are there gonna be any boys? Are there gonna be there? And then I'd be, like, I don't know, and then I'd have to go, like, hey, um, thank you for inviting me, but my mom says that because you have a dad and two brothers that I can't <laughs> My mom's, <laughs> dude, it really was like that. who's gonna be there is the mom gonna be there is the mom gonna be in the house (laughs) where's the house dude that's always with my parents like even now it's like if i'm going to like a new location they're like where is it give us the address what's the phone number oh yes Mm -hmm. oh my god Yeah. yeah um for me like i don't think my parents were ever like I honestly can't recall my parents being strict on me, like, academically, just because I've always been, like, my own, like, mm-hmm. like, I, I keep myself in check, like, I get really bad anxiety when my grades start dropping, like, nobody needs to tell me to, like, do better at school, I've always yeah. been, like, oh my god, I need to do good in school, um, but, like, yeah, they were very, like, strict, not, like, very strict, but my mom was, like, strict about, like, hanging out with people who I was gonna hang out with, uh, but, like, now that I think about it, I feel like, like, there was a shift when I moved here, and my mom became a little, like, less strict, just because I think she wanted me to, like, make friends. Um, so my parents, when I was growing up, at least, were strict on all three regards. At, oh, not academics, like Marina said, in that they expected it, but I, ex- I was as hard as my, on myself as my parents were, so that didn't really count, but, um, uh media I consumed my parents didn't even let me watch high school musical I would watch it secretly and I'd be so scared they would walk in I would have like my finger on the button to press the channel (laughs) 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 you think this is funny but no I was terrified like oh yeah yeah so I would watch high school musical secretly 
and um, my parents caught me like twice and that was bad I lost I wasn't able to watch TV for like two weeks after that but uh, so that was one thing and then like uh, I didn't have a lot of friends growing up so hanging out at people's houses wasn't like like a big concern to me at all um, and then when I did go to high school though they didn't let me go to football games and they didn't let me go to dances um, so I like would have to like beg and plead and it and they they would tell me that this is the first step then it's gonna be drugs then it's gonna be boyfriends and then it's gonna be pregnancies <laughs> and, and yeah like my brothers because of how much I pushed everything um, and how much like now they realize like me looking back at like how I grew up and everything and me talking to them about it they realize like how strict they were and I think a big part of that was not having any other Indian parents to compare themselves to. Um, just like the fact that there was no other Indian people to be compared to, so they thought they were being right and that their strictness level was right. But then like now that we're like at this point where we're seeing other Indian parents in Yakima like going through the same things, they realize how strict they were on me. And like now they're not that strict to my brothers and also like they have me, my brothers have me to like tell them, yeah, they can have TikTok. Like it's normal to have TikTok when you're 13 and things like that. <laughs> so like, yeah, my brothers really got to thank me for that. No, I, I agree. I think like my brother definitely like paved the way a little bit because like he like hung out with his friends in high school and he like went to dances and stuff. So like, I don't think that was like weird to my mom or whatever. Um, but yeah, I think like growing up though, I think like my parents definitely like they're like they're like traditional and Asian and Christian, so they went hard on all three. Yeah. And like <laughs> and like I think like I remember one time when I was like eight, I think eight or nine, I like learned the word mediocre. <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna be mediocre. <laughs> and then, and then they literally, both of them sat me down and they're like, they're like, you can't be average. <laughs> but, um, I think like, they, they, I think like we had conflict over, I mean, we as in like me and my mom had conflict over me doing summer math, but like, I think like, as I got older, like, they didn't really care academically. I think they went a lot harder for my brother academically. But just, like, I don't know. For me, yeah, I didn't really need them to, like, regulate that part of my life. Because, like, I think, like, my standards for myself are even, like, higher <laughs> than they, theirs are for me. Like, I think, like, last year when I, like, came home from college, my mom was, like, I'm surprised your grades are, like, like the way they are in college and I'm like I can't stop <laughs> I'm like I don't know how <laughs> but like I think yeah I think like my parents definitely also just like the moral aspect very very like high moral standards um and I think like for the most part I agree with them um I think, like, the place that I had, like, most disagreement with was, like, my consumption of media and, like, the way I dress and stuff, just because, like, I think, like, I didn't even, like, listen to, like, secular music until I was, like, 13. So I never had, like, a One Direction or, like, a Justin Bieber phase, because, <laughs> like, and I also, like, didn't watch High School Musical, but, like, I don't know, I think it was just because, like, my mom thought, like, that was, like, worms for brain content, and she just, like, like, I watched National Geographic documentaries growing up, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think, like, I was definitely, like, uncultured and out of the loop until, like, middle school when I got a Tumblr without her consent, but, <laughs> Bro, it all went downhill from there for me. I feel like my mom's side of the family cares. I feel like this is a bunch of families, but um, my mom's family cares a lot about like the image that they let off. Like they always have to be like super. Um, they like adhere to a lot of stereotypes, I think, because they just think that that's like the way that they should be. And then like I was influenced by that a lot for like a really long time. Like. I think that a lot of situations that have made me, like, nervous 
made me really nervous because I felt like I had to act a certain way or like, oh, if I did this, then like, what would people think of me and things like that. And I think that like, that was like, really not ideal for my growing up. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But what about you guys? Did you guys feel like your families cared a lot about their image? I relate to what you just said 100%. And I think that's where my anxiety started. Yeah. Because I'm also very like that. Yeah. I think there's like, there was a lot of care for like what's proper and right, like morality and like family wise. But because we don't live in India, image wasn't a big deal, as in obviously we're not going to like, like slander or any, I don't know, I don't know. It wasn't like, like it wasn't about preserving an image. It was just about being like right and good and family oriented. I guess like another question I had for you guys is how about like significant others and how has that changed since you've grown now that we're like 20 and everything? Because I know a lot of my friends, like their parents who like throughout their entire lives, they were like no boyfriends, all of a sudden sat them down and was like, like, why, did, why didn't you met anyone? Like, you need to get married in the next four years. Like, like what's happening? <laughs> so like, where do your parents and how have they changed? Oh, I think, wait, my parents actually, or my mom, when I say my parents, I mean my mom, but um, she like made a rule when I transferred to public school. She knew I like wouldn't have, I grew up with like the same people. I went to like elementary school and middle school with the same people. So like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like develop feelings for any of them because I've seen like their snot and stuff. <laughs> but like <laughs> I've, seen <their> I've seen someone like pee their pants when they were like yeah. five. <laughs> but like um I think like when I transferred to public school, like one of her conditions was that I couldn't have a boyfriend in high school. And I was like that that like for me, like I don't think it was important anyway. So mm -hmm. it, it wasn't a big deal. When I was growing up, it was like a no. It was like an implied no. And yeah. then, um, yeah, and then like abstinence and all of that was like drilled into my head as well. And then when I um, went to college, my mom like switched, switched like narratives a little bit and went from no to like, you have to tell me. Like, I'm, I'm going to be more mad at you if you don't tell me than if like... <laughs> I'm like not happy about it or anything like like if it's not someone I want and also like she wanted the person to be Indian and Catholic and I was like where am I gonna go for that like I, I literally <laughs> cannot go anywhere in this world honestly there's very few of them so I was like from a young age oh another thing I wanted to ask you guys did you guys at parents ever like tell you like you needed a specific like type of person Cause like what, or like what they looked for in a significant other. Cause my parents always drilled into my head that like, they have to like, you don't, you don't want to be supporting them. Like, I want you to be successful and everything, but I don't want them to depend on your money. And then to like Indian and Catholic. Yeah. So like now my parents just like, you need to tell me, like, you must tell me. And like, she asked me all the time, like, like, are you sure? Like, you need to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, my mom too. <laughs> Did your parents have like specificity? I think for my parents, like because my parents are so religious, they're definitely like you need to marry someone who's Christian. But like, I don't think they've had like certain expectations regarding like race. I think they they think like values is really important, and I think that like relates to why like the Christianity part. Because like I think like. I don't know. I'm, like, not religious, but I, I still think, like, because I grew up in a religious environment, like, during, like, my most formative years, mm -hmm. like, I think that did influence, like, my values. I feel like my parents just, like, I don't know. They probably just, I think they just want, like, an upstanding man who, like, isn't a bum and, like, will actually do things around the house. I think mm -hmm. that is their thing. And also, the thing, for some reason, that has been drilled into my head since I was 16, up until now, she mentions it like once a month, is abstinence. <laughs> she's like, I like, bro, I haven't memorized, dude. She's always like, 
she's always like, we're like, we're like sitting, we're having a good time. I'm like, oh, I love being with you, mom. And then all of a sudden her like face darkens. She's like, you know, <laughs> and, I, and then I've heard it like 10 times, but I'm still like, what do they want? And then she's like, they just want, you know, but you can't give it to them because once you give it to them, they'll leave you. And I'm like, I'm like maybe. And like, that's why you just can't do that, okay? And I was like, yeah, man, I mean, yeah, man. I mean, I'm not even dating anyone, but like, okay. <laughs> I feel like I've like throughout my life I've always been catching feelings left and right. Yeah, yeah same. But I feel like like genuinely <laughs> I feel like genuine feelings is different though. Cause like I feel like like it's easy to like catch feelings and develop a crush because you don't really know the person. It's different to like sincerely know the person and want to see that happen. And I feel like in that regards I agree with Johan. <clears throat> I think, like, wait, I think also it's partially because, like, of the media I grew up watching, because I didn't watch a lot of, like, romantic media, so I never had, like, an idealized image of romance, and also I just, like, watched the erosion of my parents' marriage before my eyes for many years. You expect me witnessing my parents getting a divorce at four that I would learn from a young age that I love ain't shit yet here I am with my full clown wig and mask and everything no your mom found love again that's true <clears throat> right my, my parents actually have a very cute love story I'm not gonna lie yeah. like they have like did I ever tell you guys that um uh, my parents uh like uh something that I find like very endearing and it like reminded me of the notebook uh, was that after my parents, after, like, my parents broke up when my mom was, like, 24 and she lived in Yakima and she had my bob and they, I think they did for, like, three years, she, like, broke up with him because, like, my grandpa was an asshole to Bob and he hated Bob and also she was going to be going back to Mexico so it was going to be, like, difficult, but, like, my grandpa was, like, was, like, he's not Mexican, he can't even speak Spanish properly and, like, my grandpa just, like, really disliked Bob and um so they like broke up and then my mom went back to Mexico and then for like an entire year after they broke up Bob wrote a letter to my mom like every day and my grandparents like always got them and they threw them away oh. <laughs> they, they said we're not even recycled <laughs> <laughs> no but I think that's a, also like something that I think is really funny is that Bob asked my mom out when he was on a date. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, like Bob was on a date with another girl and just plainly asked my mom out. <laughs> damn. Damn, that Wait, other woman though. Your mom is pulling. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my mom was like a diva. Like, I mean, she still is, but like, with, you know, like for younger years. She was a chef's kid. She is a chef's kid. I love my mom. Oh, so this is my last question. Um, my last question is, did you guys, I meant to ask this way back, but I forgot to. Did you guys' parents ever tell you, I'm not your friend, I'm your parent. I'm not like these white parents. I'm not going to be your friend. I'm your parent. Yes. The amount of times I have They always be pulling up with the, I'm not a white parent. Yes. They're always like, they're gonna raise you like like a like a white parent does you are a filipino child yeah all the time my, my parents be like we're not like the other girls <laughs> yeah i heard that from my mom she's like well the other parents can do what they want yeah i'm not your friend i'm your parent yeah yeah all the time funniest shit ever also, like, sometimes when I see, like, my white friends interact with their parents, I'm like, how can they talk to each other like that? Sometimes, even when I'm, like, raising my voice to be heard, like, clear, my mom's like, don't get that tone with me, and I'm like, no, <laughs> oh, dude, oh my god, dude, I'm triggered. My mom, my mom's always like, stop yelling, and I'm like, I'm just excited. 
me the most because I'm just like I just want to be I just want to feel emotions I just want to feel something and they're like they're like you just don't need to be like that like loud about it and I'm like excuse me dude for real that's my parents or like like sometimes uh I get very triggered because like sometimes I'm like not even being rude but like um I'm just speaking in like a normal tone and, like, I'm just being fine, but, like, uh, in Tagalog, there's, like, uh, a word that you're supposed to use with other people after every sentence, Paul, mm-hmm. um, and if I don't use that, and my mom's in a bad mood, even if I'm just, like, oh, hey, mom, uh, like, how's your day at work, blah, 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 oh, I'm going to the store, blah, 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 and, and then she would be, like, I'm going to the store, Paul, and then I'm, like, and then, like, and I'm, like, I'm going to the store, Paul, and then she's, like, oh, you're going to the store, Paul, and I'm, like, I wasn't even and she starts like saying it like over and over and I'm like please <laughs> dude I feel like I feel like immigrant parents like capacity for attitude is like is like a speck of dust whereas like I'm like I'm like I might just say like K and they'll be like don't give me attitude and I'm like you do not know the way some people talk to their parents have you heard the white children in the neighborhood <laughs> tell me to do it before I'll do it yeah no my I think like my parents they're like their like phrase of escalation is like oh you want to be your own person <laughs> they'll be like okay pay your own tuition pay your own housing and I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna exit now <laughs> Dude, that's that that's that that's Bob like my mom will be like but Bob will be like yeah, smart kid, just wait, to, just wait till you're in the real world. And I'm like, what does that mean? Where am I now? <laughs> if you like what we've created here today, make sure to subscribe for weekly episodes and connect with us on Instagram at Rolling the Dice Podcast.